0: This is Ready Radio, preparing you to be ready for anything. Now, here's your survival guide for Ready Radio, John Rush.
1: And it is Ready Radio, KLZ 560, live show today on February the 2nd. Actually, my sister's birthday today. It's also Groundhog Day, which uh, the groundhog, I believe, did, in fact, not see his shadow, which means... An early spring, I believe I'm saying that right. If he sees his shadow, that means he rolls back in, and I don't know as the story goes, there's six more weeks of winter. in this case, I think today he said the the rodent said an early spring now i said I told this to somebody else early this morning. Uh, I am not putting my stake on the weather on a rodent, maybe other animals, but yeah i'm I'm And I get it. It's just more of a tradition, fun, and I believe that brings in a lot of revenue to that particular town. I've never been there, never seen the festivities. It's like Groundhog Day, the funny movie. I've never been through any of that, and I don't know, maybe someday I will. It's not on my bucket list, but you know, you never know. Things happen. All right, anyways, Ready Radio, if you've not heard us before, we talk about everything in life to be ready for the what ifs of life. It could be an end of the world scenario, it could be a bad snowstorm, could be tornadoes, it could be hurricanes, it could be floods, you name it. We talk about all of it. And in such a way that, you know, some of you might be more of a "quote unquote prepper, some of you may just be wanting to be prepared. And some of you may fall somewhere in between that line. I'm probably more on the in between the line and and probably verging on maybe the prepper end of things although I don't consider myself to be a prepper with that you know air quotes around it that's just not what I consider myself. And I I was talking to one of my clients today and I probably to my fault and I need to make sure that I'm always keeping this in check. I I think in my case I tend to I tend to – make. I want to use the right words here carefully. I, I tend to rely on the fact that I'm pretty handy. I can think through problems. I can solve problems. I'm good with, you know, fixing things, doing things, making something work, making something out of, you know, a few other items to, you know, to have to get by with things. I've kind of done that my entire life. It's sort of what you do. In in, the, in my world, when you're fixing cars and doing different things, you may not always have what you need at that particular time to fix things, so you improvise, and I'm kind of used to that. Now, I have to be careful because some of you listening are the same way. We have to be careful when you're somebody like me because you could find yourself with not enough means to even get to where you need to get to be able to even do the things that I just said. So you have to be careful to not rely too much on your own ability and still have everything you need to make things happen. And I think that's where I find myself. I'm just being straight-up honest with you guys. I think that's where I find myself from time to time is, okay, yes, I could do that, but what if those even living in my household and I'm not there can't? So you always have to make sure that you're able to handle things regardless of whether you're going to be there or somebody else is going to be there. Our website, ready-radio.com. You're always welcome to join us there and find all the different things that we talk about, the things that we actually put out, the different links that we have for the different things to buy, and we recommend, and so on. There's all sorts of information that we put there. We're adding to that on a routine basis. We've even got other links to different sites that you can go to and be a part of a larger community. And really, it's our goal to make sure that you all get dialed in on that as much as you possibly can. Ready-radio.com. Our number here in studio, 303-303. 477-5600, 477-5600 and don't forget the text line 307 282 8222 Ben and Evergreen, what's going on?
2: Yes, sir. Yeah, I uh by the way about that Punxsutawney tawny Phil, you know, <clears throat> let's just hope we have an early spring but uh maybe he can predict uh, you know, a little bit what uh the way his shadow falls what should go on in the government. <laughs> uh
1: yeah, but, yeah. Um he well, you know, let's just say this, Ben he probably could run government better than some that are, that are now could.
2: Well, I was going to say that, but I didn't want to offend anybody. <laughs> You're not
1: offending me at all. There, I mean, And what I mean by that, Ben, is some of these politicians, having them go there and do nothing would be an advantage.
2: Yeah, I'd just like to see a couple of them doing honest day's work.
1: There you go. There you go. I can't go argue that
2: showing up and taking our money and not delivering much, that, that doesn't work.
1: can't again. argue that, and that's where I'm saying you could actually be uh, better off with a rodent in place of the individuals that are there now.
2: So, along the line with your your preferred thing, you there?
1: Yes, I'm here. Go ahead.
2: Uh, I think, you know, I'm kind of where you stated, kind of in the middle, because, you know, there's certain things that can go wrong, like up by where I live, There was this guy, he had this super-duty Ford chassis camper off-road thing, and he was stuck, and I said, hey, I got some tools. My house is close. I can help you. He said, well, I got it about wrapped up. And I said, you know, the problem with a machine like this is, as good as it may be, you know, a $10 part breaks, and you're out of the deal. And I don't know, he had a sensor or something that, you know, be hard to fix right and and get that thing right right right. and and so i think people need to be mindful if they're going to be kind of preppers i would think old tech simple you know if it's not there it can't break you know what's the mission you know food water shelter uh heat water you know and my thing is you don't want to go overboard but Really, to, you talk about people getting off the grid. Even the people that are off the grid, they had something made on the grid. That's right. They that could break.
1: That's right. You're exactly and, right,
2: 100%. And my thinking is, you know, get, get some of the stuff that works. I mean, I've had blackouts and home fixes and plumbing and stuff. It's like, well, you better fix this, you know, because, uh, you know, help ain't really on the way for you. And so I, I think an attitude of, you know, getting some skills and, and being creative enough to fix what breaks as best you can, bypass it, uh, you know. No, make, you know it
1: ben, you know, not, not to interrupt, but you bring up some great points when it comes to different people, their thoughts, the technology and so on. And, of course, we don't know what's going to happen in a you know kind of an end of the world type scenario. But I, I think you bring up some great points when it comes to the particular Technology, the things you may be relying on, even in an automobile, I would I'm I'm like you. I think keep it very simple, keep things as low tech as you possibly can, because at the end of the day you don't know exactly what is going to happen and what you'll even have at your disposal to keep things running if it gets to that point. Yeah, I I would I would err more on the side of old tech versus new tech. That's my thought on that.
2: That's where I'm at. But everything out there for the most part, unless you go to a, whatever, a garage sale or something, is new tech, you know, and, and, and planned obsolescence. And I'm thinking, well, really you're saying it's kind of junk. And, you know, if you think back, the people that settled this country, they were preppers because they had to be prepared for come what may. And, you know, right. I don't wanna, I don't want to live in a sod house or cross the prairie in a covered wagon and uh so you look at situations like that and it's like they had to have their their act together and they they did plan that's right and and even with that a lot of them died along the way you are correct got sick yep and so you know i think people are looking for sort of a panacea and I'm just not seeing
1: it. Yeah, Ben, 100%. It doesn't exist. You've got to be prepared. Every family has different needs and things that are going to need to be prepared for, and you really need to think... You know, outside the box as to what potentially could happen. And, and again, Ben, I know everybody's at a different level in their life according to what they can and cannot do, and I'm fully aware of that. Some can go all out, buy everything necessary, have that vehicle that you just mentioned. Others are going to be good, doing good, Ben, to have a month's worth of extra food. And I get everybody's at a different level there, but I think there's basic things that every family need to do. So if something did happen, you're not one of those that's now a statistic
2: and And even the government, surprisingly enough, kind of agrees with that. You know, like during nine eleven they're like, uh, duct tape, plastic, you know, yeah, they yeah, they, they are not just if everybody
1: and I think everybody knows this, Ben, but I want to make sure I reiterate this because if you're thinking that if something happens, fire, police, response, FEMA, if you think these guys are going to be around to help you through something, Think again, Ben, in a lot of cases, government will not be there. They may even be collapsed. They will not be there to help you, period. Not going to happen.
2: And You know, along those lines, I mean, there's no substitute for morality and the work ethic That's right. that we still have, but we had to a much larger degree just a few short years ago.
1: Correct. Common and sense, those sorts so, of things, Ben. Yeah, we we it would it would actually some of and i haven't gotten into this maybe i'll make this a, 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 a on my to-do list here for this program in the near future ben there's a lot of even just training classes videos different things that people could be watching and taking part in without spending any money at all to learn some of the things that probably those of us you and i take for granted frankly
2: well uh, and the, the only thing i'd add to that is you know teamwork makes the dream work correct and if too many people are thinking that they're like, whatever, Marshall Dillon, that they're going to just lock and load and protect your own, it's like, wait a minute. You know, if there's a – and people do this kind of anyway, floods, fires, natural disasters. You know, how about a communications program, a logistics program? Right. People, you know, the right hand knowing what the left hand's doing. Good point. And I'm not – I mean, I'm sure there's stuff like that that goes on to one degree or another. I don't think like enough of
1: it and you you've got me thinking now even as we're chatting that some of the things I probably should put on my list for even this upcoming year for us as a program is how do we either coordinate some of those things, help promote some of those things or maybe just start some of those things on our own, Ben, because you're right. We we there's not enough of that out there as far as I'm concerned. It just doesn't exist.
2: So I gave you some ideas.
1: I will do that. Yeah, I'm t- going to take each one I'll, of them. I'm, I appreciate it. I'll I'm going to steal I'll, them.
2: I'll send you a bill.
1: I appreciate it, Ben. Thank you. I'll send you a check. Thank you very much, by the way. All right. I'm going to add a couple of things here before we take our first break. And by the way, Ben's spot on. Really need to think through all of these different things that he just mentioned, whether it be, you know, you and the vehicle and transportation and how are you going to get from A to B? Do you even have a bicycle? You know, what are the things that you may have at your disposal if something were to happen? And then on top of that... All of these other things that we just mentioned, how good are you at doing some of these things? Are you handy? Are you not? If you're not, how do you learn how to be? I'm still one of those that believes that the reason some folks aren't handy is just the fact they've never been taught how. So how you know, how do you just do basic things and I I'm not a great teacher. It's probably why we don't do as many seminars and things like that, and I would have to have somebody help me do some of those things because my family, my wife especially, will tell you that I, I am not a teacher. I'm not a trainer. It's why I don't own or ever worry about operating any kind of an educational facility. It's not in my wheelhouse. I'm not that person. I'm the first person to admit when I have a weakness, and that is one of my weaknesses. I don't do well in the training aspect. My family will even tell you that if I'm training you, have your video recorder out, be be ready, record what I'm going to now tell you because it's probably not going to happen again. I'm not a trainer. I can tell you once, and part of that is just me and how I learn. I, I'm, I'm fortunate, I guess, I'm blessed to be able to, in most cases, there's very, very few instances where you can't show me how to do something the first time and I'm good to go. It's just how I've learned and really self-taught myself most of my life, I've never I was an auto technician for years and years and years, owned auto shops, and I've never been to formal auto mechanics in my life. Never. I learned all of that from old timers. I was fortunate enough to grow up in a dealership atmosphere. My grandfather owned a car dealership. My dad and uncles were involved as well, and I was able to really rub elbows and learn from a lot of older Generation. I mean, I'm talking, you know, back when I was learning, when I was in my early, early teens, you know, 12, 13, 14 years of age. And while I was learning from that time, guys that are long gone, you know, that were in their 50s and 60s or 70s even at that time. And the knowledge that those guys had that I was able to, you know, learn from, it was, it was the kind of knowledge you couldn't go by. You couldn't get that in schooling. Well, I was fortunate to be able to learn that, but I also knew at a very early age, these guys weren't trainers either. I was under their feet, and if I wasn't just watching, paying attention, and learning, they weren't going to show me a second time. That's not how that worked. So I had to learn really quick, this is going to be shown once, and I better retain it because it's not going to get shown again. The unfortunate part of all of that, since that's how I learned, that's how I teach. You, and I know you can't teach other people that way because that's just not how it works. I'm always amazed here at the station when I watch – a new engineer, and Charlie will take a new engineer underneath his arm and show them different things and so on, and I'm always amazed at his patience level because I don't have that. I would be the last person here to train anybody on the things that we do. It's just not in my wheelhouse. It's not what I know to do. So point being, when it comes to learning all the things that even I'm going to talk about today— You need to really make sure that you've got people around you that can fill in some of those gaps, much to what Ben just said a moment ago. When I come back, we're going to take a quick break. When I come back, I am going to talk about, I got an idea from a lady, and I don't know where this came from. I was perusing YouTube or something, and I ran across her channel. But she had a video, and I'll put it in our notes where you'll be able to see this later. Ten prepper items you need to buy at Costco, Sam's, whatever, for emergency food storage. Now. I added several things, so there's way more than 10, but I'm going to go through some of those things because you would be surprised at how many food items are available at your local Sam's or Costco. Yes, you have to have a membership. I understand that. Well worth it, by the way, for the things we're going to talk about. But the amount of bulk food items that you can buy and then store very inexpensively versus going out and buying a bunch of freeze-dried food and things like that. Point being, you can get a long-term supply of food very easily, very inexpensively, by going to some of your local big-box stores, Costco, and Sam. So I'll go through some of that list as soon as we come back. Don't forget, if you need an eye exam, we have got you covered. Stack Optical, they do the exam. They can handle all the glasses, the contacts, whatever it is you need, and they can design Whatever eyewear you need for your specific lifestyle, it's not a one-size-fits-all or a one-eye-fits-all solution. They can do whatever it is you need done, given your particular lifestyle. And that's very, very important, especially when we talk about this prepping end of things. 303: 3211578, That's stack optical.:
3: Do you want to improve your health, fitness and beauty? Are you an athlete recovering from an injury? A weekend warrior who is sore from your last workout? Do you have a chronic medical condition, trying to meet a health and wellness goal? Or maybe you are looking for a great doctor who thinks the way you do. Dr. Scott Faulkner and Castle Rock Regenerative Healthcare is your path to a healthier tomorrow. Owner Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he uses umbilical derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Worried about being lost in the crowd of impersonal healthcare? Fear not, Dr. Scott is a big picture doctor, not beholden to big pharma like some other providers. He takes the time to understand your unique needs and will customize your healthcare to fit you, your body, and your lifestyle. Reach your full potential and achieve your goals. Call Dr. Scott today at 303- 663 or visit him online at CastleRockRegenerativeHealth.com, or find him at rushtoreason.com.
0: You're driving down the road, and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield, and now you have a star in your windshield. Did you know that chip can be fixed? But who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972, and it still leads the industry in cutting-edge technology backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company. While other glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all, you can trust the original Novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can Used towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass.
4: Are you tired of being cooped up inside during the long, cold Colorado winter? Bring a touch of warmth and greenery to your backyard with a custom greenhouse from Colorado Greenhouse Builders. Our team of experts specializes in designing and building greenhouses that will enhance any outdoor space. Our greenhouses are made with the highest quality materials and are built to withstand the harsh Colorado winters. Plus, with a variety of styles and sizes to choose from, we can create the perfect greenhouse to fit your needs and budget. Imagine growing your own fresh herbs and vegetables even during the winter or creating a beautiful garden oasis in the comfort of your own home. Don't let the cold weather stop you from enjoying the benefits of gardening. Call Colorado Greenhouse Builders today and start planning your dream greenhouse. Colorado Greenhouse Builders. Call 720-539-9806
5: or find them at ready-radio.com. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, We here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916, or go to RoofSaversco.com to keep your roof ready for Colorado throws its way.
1: All right, we're back. Ready Radio, KLZ 560, February the 2nd live show today, so if you hear this as a replay show, you'll know exactly what day it is, and I've got 10, there's more than 10, but... The title of this particular video I watched, and actually she was pretty funny and it was enjoyable to watch. It's about a 20-minute video. I'm not going to play any excerpts because it's way too long. And she literally is going through Costco showing you the different things you can buy, which I guess someday – I I just hate doing that stuff. My wife is very good at those things. I stink at it. I hate being on a camera. I don't like my picture taken. I'm not that guy. But I probably should, I guess, someday when it's quiet one evening, go in there and do some of these things, have my wife film me and talk about certain items. I'm just not very good at that, and I don't feel comfortable doing it, so I don't. I'm much more comfortable being here, and some of you would, are probably thinking, hey, it's just weird. You can talk in front of a microphone, but you don't want to be on camera. No, I don't. It's just, it's me. I just don't like being on camera. There's more than 10, and what I'm going to tell you is if there's something that you've seen at any of these big box stores, I'll even throw Walmart into the loop or any, but Walmart, Jack's, whatever, I don't care. If there's something that you see that, hey, this should be on the list as well, by all means, text or call, 303 477 5600. The text line, of course, 307 28222. So, as you're rolling through Sam's and Costco, looking for items that you could easily put on the shelf, make it a part of your preparedness. Not, again, you don't have to be a prepper, but just part of the preparedness. What do you have in the pantry? And some of you have large pantries, some of you have small closets. Some of you have basements. Others do not. You, you have to judge what kind of room do you even have to be able to store some of these things, because once you start this, this journey of having items in quote-unquote stock, they have to be stored properly. Otherwise, it goes bad. So you also have to have the right area to store things in, and that's going to be the basis for what's Type of items even you go buy, and I'll get into some of that as we go through this list, but she really starts off, and to her credit, and again, I, she's a pretty smart lady because I followed along just fine, start off in the rice aisle. Reason being, Sam's or Costco, who are also suppliers of small businesses, you can buy a 25-pound bag of rice for about 12 bucks, 12 to 15 dollars. Now, think about that. 25-pound bag of rice, around 12 to $15. That's a lot of meals for 15 bucks. Now, she claimed that if you had two bags of rice, that's about a year's supply of food for an average family. Because you would disperse that out, add things to it, which I'll get into in a moment. And you you literally could have a lot of meals out of that. Now, as I was going through this list, I also think to myself... How many people are struggling financially and yet could go do this, have very inexpensive meals, stop eating out at Dave Ramsey's method of eating beans and rice, which there's something to be said for that, because I'll get into how cheap that would be. But how many people struggling financially forget you can go do some of these things and even get ahead money, money-wise? Get your food bill, literally get your food bill down to pennies on the dollar. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that. Think about that. Twenty-five pounds of rice for twelve bucks, twelve to fifteen bucks. And how much how many meals could you make out of that? Adding a few other ingredients, or in some case you just eat the rice with a little soy sauce and away you go. I'll get into some of that as well. So she starts in the rice aisle, long grain rice, twenty-five pound bag. Keep in mind, in that same aisle are also another great staple you should have on yourself called beans. Again, mix those two together. You've got some carbs. You've got the protein in the bean, and voila, there's a meal, beans and rice. Would you want to live on that forever? No, but if you were starving to death and hungry, would you eat it? You absolutely would. Absolutely. Could you survive On beans and rice. Yes, a lot of people do around the world, by the way. In fact, I don't know the number, Charlie, but I would venture to guess there's probably, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say this, knowing there's around 7.5 billion people on planet Earth, I'll bet you, Charlie, there's a solid 2 billion people living on beans and rice in some some form, some place, somewhere. Charlie is agreeing with me, so think about that for a minute, folks. If people around the world can live on beans and rice, could you? Absolutely. Now, the beans are a little more money than rice, of course. About 20 bucks for a 20-pound bag when it comes to beans. So you could buy a 25-pound bag of beans, 25-pound bag of rice, and spend less than $30. Well, I should say that. A little over $30. I should say less than 40 Now, think about how many meals for $40 you would get out of that. A lot, and if you ration that out to her point, uh, you've got a solid—just one bag beans, one bag rice—without without even adding any other ingredients. You've probably got a solid, oh, two to three months worth of food out of that if you rationed it out correctly. So, these are the things that should be on your shelf. Some of those staples you should have. Another one she didn't mention, but I will: salt. Salt's a big one. Now, most people don't think about salt because we live in a day and age to where we get a lot of salt anyways. In fact, you'll you'll hear from all sorts of different individuals. I talk about it even on Wednesdays to where be careful how much salt you have. It can affect all sorts of things in your health. On and on we go. So none of us really think about stocking any kind of salt because we all feel like we have too much of it anyways. But let me tell you what, when you can't get it any longer and it's not coming in the daily food you would buy at your fast food joint or wherever, you need salt. You have to have salt to survive. We need the iodine in that salt. It's also used for other means. Salt's a preservative. It was used in old, you know, biblical times all the way up until, really, until we got refrigeration. Probably, Charlie, in the early 1900s, salt was used as a preservative for meat and all sorts of things. So that's another staple that she didn't mention, but I would also make sure that you have enough of, whether it's large containers of salt or even buying a bag of it bag as in 10, 15, 20 pounds. Again, it is a natural preservative, and you need it in your diet. Plus, it makes things taste a lot better at the end of the day. So I would also add that into my staples of what you have around the house, and I would have plenty of salt. She didn't mention this either, but I did some looking up of it. We also don't think about this one because of how much of it we get regularly anyways. Sugar. You need sugar. You need it actually, believe it or not, not as much as we're probably getting now on a daily basis, but you need a certain amount of it in your diet as well. Not as much as we're getting as Americans, but yes, you need some. Sugar also can do all sorts of things when it comes to preserving and so on. The other nice thing about sugar, which I did not know until today, is you don't need any kind of an oxygen oxygen absorber in sugar. If it starts to clump together, you just unclump it, use it, and away you go. If it, if it absorbs some of the moisture that's in the air, big deal, off you go. It will not go bad. Refined white sugar does not go bad. Everything I read, and if any of you know different, I mean, I guess if it gets bugs or something like that in it, that's different. But in general, just the shelf life is indefinite. It does not go bad. Which, I didn't know this either, 60 to 70 pounds of sugar would give you a year's worth supply as a prepper. So essentially, a couple large bags would be enough to get you through an entire year. And I also didn't know, but sugar also in historic times has been used as a preservative and things along those lines also. Now, do you buy just white sugar? Do you add some whole you know, brown sugar, cane sugar? Uh, Brown sugar, by the way, just has molasses in it. So what do you buy? I think that's up to you as to how you want to do that. But just regular refined white sugar, yes, you should have some of that in your pantry, in your mix of things as well. This one I didn't know anything about because I'm, I'm not a, a cook, especially when it comes to things that are unprocessed. And I, and I think when I say this food item, you know what I mean, wheat berries. Now, wheat berries aren't a berry. It's the whole grain wheat that you would then have to grind – And refine a little bit to be able to use. But you can buy wheat berries, again, from most big box places, Costco, Sam's, etc. Inexpensive. Because it hasn't gone through the refining process. Now, you can also pick up a wheat grinder, fairly inexpensive. They're all over the internet. And you could actually grind your own wheat, make your own flour. Off you go. And again, the shelf life of wheat berries, well, we store wheat around the country and world, and it's stored as a wheat berry, not as the final product. We, you, you, that common sense, I think, should tell us all that. We store wheat around the globe. And how long will it last? Well, even Charlie, back in Pharaoh's day with Joseph, I think they stored a, a seven-year supply. Is that not what happened in, in that day with Joseph and the Israelites and so on? Uh, he came along and told them to store up Grain, And I believe they stored up seven years at that time. There was going to be seven years of plenty, seven years of famine. They stored up enough to make it through the seven years of famine, which, by the way, at that time made Egypt very rich. Because they had food when no one else did. That's how the story goes. That's historic, by the way. So, point being, wheat berries. You can buy that from, again, Sam's Costco in a large quantity. This one she didn't mention, but I looked it up, and I just happened to run across it. Something else that no one really thinks about, cornstarch. Lots of uses for cornstarch, by the way. From, again, preserving, use it in the food. You can use it to thicken things up. There's lots of uses for cornstarch. Look some of those uses up. It would be another one of those items you'd want to have on your shelf in in a time like that. This one I have talked about in the past, and she talked about it, but I'll throw it in because it's a good item to have in general even in your car, baby wipes. Baby wipes, when you have no ability to really clean things up, there's no sanitary water running around, you can't take a shower, but you need to get some things cleaned up, that's what baby wipes are for. And I can just tell you as somebody that has hunted, fished, camped, you name it, uh, I learned early on when baby wipes really started becoming popular, can you drag those things along and use them for all sorts of different things when there's no really potable water around to, you know, to keep yourself cleaned up, absolutely. Absolutely, they work very well. So buy those in bulk, they get very inexpensive now. I've also had even kids in the past, because of cost, you can make your own baby wipes. Now, I, that's not me. I'm, I'm not dinking around with that. I don't have time for that. But you can cut up paper towels, put the right kind of solution in them, let them soak, etc. And yes, you can make your own baby wipes, but you can buy them pretty cheap. You want to make your own? Knock your socks off. I'll, I'll buy them in bulk but having baby wipes around, great idea. Now, the other thing, again, not on her list, but something else I think you should have stocked up just because of the sanitary end of things is the Lysol wipes. I don't think it would be a bad idea. Now, they will go bad over time, so you got to make sure you're rotating the inventory out on both baby wipes and the Clorox wipes. One of the things, and I've, I've, learn this more and more from a lot of the books on tape that I've listened to the audible the re- the recordings I listen to regularly sanitation when something major happens is a big deal people don't think about it cuz we live in a clean world right now for the most part most everybody listening has the ability to bathe shower wash your hands in a sink running water hot water cold water whatever we live in a very clean environment Now, the minute all of that stops, things get very unsanitary very quickly. And that's where being able to wipe things down, keep things clean and sanitary, that's where those Clorox Clorox wipes would come in handy, and you'd want to make sure you have some of those around. Not to use, of course, on yourself. That's where the baby wipes, wipes come into play. But to use to keep things sanitary, yes, you'd want to use those. Now, moving on to her list. Canned goods. I've been, I've been reading a lot about this of late, and it was interesting she started talking about it because I've done some research on this as of late, and I, again, I didn't know this. Typically speaking, as long as a canned good is not damaged in any way, it's been stored correctly, it doesn't have any dings, it hasn't been dropped, the seal's not messed up, canned goods will last indefinite. There is no shelf life to it. So, you take like a can of chili, for example, if it is stored properly, cool place, no cans are damaged, nothing's been dropped, no punctures, anything like that, that chili will last a very, very, very long time. Actually, they say forever as long as it's stored correctly. Now, there's a guy on YouTube that actually goes through and shows you how to actually check your cans. And even if you open a can and something doesn't seem quite right, there's a certain amount of tests, and it's all common sense. If you open the can and hear air rush in, it's bad. The food in it is bad. If you open the can and see anything on top that's just not looking good and it smells bad, it's bad. Throw it away. You can do the sniff test, basically, is what this particular particular person said. And usually this comes because cans are damaged. He will also tell you that if if a can isn't damaged, the the likelihood of it being bad is really slim. So, point being, canned goods, you can usually buy them by the case at Costco. That's the only way they'll come. You can do everything from chili to soup to beans to you name it. Canned vegetables, canned fruit you name it, and it will, again, last a lifetime. This one is on her list. It would be on mine as well because it's one of those items that even during COVID you saw everybody buying toilet paper. You will be surprised how fast you will go through some of that when you're there constantly and you don't have the ability to use somebody else's. You'll use a lot of your own. That's what happened during COVID. People weren't going into the office. They weren't using somebody else's supply. And in turn, there was a run on toilet paper. It was the craziest thing ever during COVID. But, you know, there for a while, you couldn't even buy toilet paper. And if you could, you were limited to how much you could buy. So toilet paper is another one. I've got more on this list. If you want to add anything to it, I'll check the text messages in a moment. 307- Two You're welcome to call in as well. 303-477-5600. The next one is also important, but it's not what you would normally think, and some of you probably don't have enough on supply. I'll talk about that as soon as we come back. Ready Radio. It's ready-radio.com.
5: With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for Colorado throws its way.
0: You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. Did you know that chip can be fixed? But who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972. And it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology, backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company. While other glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all, you can trust the original Novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to any of our websites ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass.
4: Are you tired of being cooped up inside during the long cold Colorado winter? Bring a touch of warmth and greenery to your backyard with a custom greenhouse from Colorado Greenhouse Builders. Our team of experts specializes in designing and building greenhouses that will enhance any outdoor space. Our greenhouses are made with the highest quality materials and are built to withstand the harsh Colorado winters. Plus, with a variety of styles and sizes to choose from, we can create the perfect greenhouse to fit your needs and budget. Imagine growing your own fresh herbs and vegetables even during the winter or creating a beautiful garden oasis in the comfort of your own home. Don't let the cold weather stop you from enjoying the benefits of gardening. Call Colorado Greenhouse Builders today and start planning your dream greenhouse. Colorado Greenhouse Builders. Call 720-539-9806 or find them at ready-radio.com.
6: Hey, it's that time of year, and we've all been thinking about getting in better shape, eating better, and just staying on top of our health. But I've got one question for you. When was your last eye exam? Hey, Scott Watley here reminding you that you can get a great eye exam the same place I do, and that's Stack Optical. And at Stack Optical, your eye exam is performed by the doctor for only $69. An eye exam helps detect eye diseases at their earliest stages, when they are more treatable. The eye can be a window into your overall health. The exam can detect signs of glaucoma, diabetes, and macular degeneration. Don't wait. Schedule your exam today at Stack Optical. Call 303-321-1578. There's free and easy parking at 2233 South Monaco Parkway in Denver. always say at Stack Optical you'll see the difference. Stack Optical is your one-stop shop for your glasses, contacts, repairs, and yes, your eye exam. Call them today 303-321-1578 or visit them at stackoptical.com.
3: Do you want to improve your health, fitness, and beauty? Are you an athlete recovering from an injury? A weekend warrior who is sore from your last workout? Do you have a chronic medical condition trying to meet a health and wellness goal? Or Maybe you are looking for a great doctor who thinks the way you do. Dr. Scott Faulkner and Castle Rock Regenerative Healthcare is your path to a healthier tomorrow. Owner Dr. Scott is a board certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he uses umbilical derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Worried about being lost in the crowd of impersonal health care? Fear not. Dr. Scott is a big picture doctor, not beholden to big pharma like some other providers. He takes the time to understand your unique needs and will customize your health care to fit you, your body, and your lifestyle. Reach your full potential and achieve your goals. Call Dr. Scott today at 303 303- Six six three sixty nine ninety, or visit him online at Health dot com, or find him at RushToReason dot com.
1: All right, several of you have added to my list. I will add those as we go through the rest of this and get to many of the, as many of these as I can. If I don't, I will do part two of this next week because I still have a lot more to cover. And Jim from Buyers is calling in. So, Jim, welcome. How are you?
7: Good, good. Hey, so um, actually a bunch of stuff here. Uh, well, first off, on the canning on the candy stuff, uh, especially canned stuff from stores. Yes. Um, the one thing on the canned stuff, uh, kind of a little dis disagreement or you read it wrong. So when you put a a, a, can, a can opener to a can. Uh, it's got well first off the buttons that even can stuff from the store's got a button on it right so the button's got the button got to be down if, it's if the
1: button's up, up it's, it's no good
7: that, and i should have no mentioned good. too
1: even if the can has any kind of expansion to it throw it away it's don't even open it it's no good
7: that that's exactly correct and the other the other way to also know is it's got to have that that's right. Yeah,
1: it. which is air going in it, not coming out. So you don't want any air that's, coming that's out.
7: That's Exactly right. That's right. That's exactly right. So, and if it, uh, even if it looks good when you open it up,
1: yeah, throw it away. That's Almost right. Almost
7: guaranteed it's going to have botulinum.
1: That's right. Don't eat that. It'll, you'll be you'll you'll not want the results of that.
7: Okay, and then the other thing on, on canned stuff from 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 stores, um, not all. Not all canned goods last for a really long time, if can because for one thing they've changed their canning methods okay. on cans, okay, which is which is shortened the life of of uh, the product inside the can, and if it's got anything high in acid like tomatoes and the whatnot that's very acidic, it will start uh, eating away at the at the lead or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, I, I should have uh, well. Some of that's most people know, but yeah, you tomato, tomato tomato products, no, those aren't items you want to keep on the shelf, period, as far as, as I mean, if you want to have them, fine, right. but long-term prepping, no, not at all.
7: Okay, and then another thing, okay, like I'm beans and rice for storage, beans do not require any uh, particular method of, of uh, taking the oxygen out, they'll nope. stay good no matter what. They'll stay what. good, that, yeah, because
1: no. they've, they've got the skin on them that you've got to break down even right. when you go to cook them, so exactly.
7: Right. But but rice rice is rice will definitely go stale on you though. Yeah,
1: you want to keep it in that, a, in I've an airtight that, yeah. container.
7: Right. And and I just found a new product and I gave one to everybody in my family for a Christmas gift. I saw it on TikTok, I mean I actually bought it off Amazon, but I saw it on TikTok. Yeah. They've got a new product new product out that for for mason jars, they got a thing that you can put on top of the jar for dry products, it's not for uh, for long-term storage of, of, of canned wet products, but but dry storage in in, in mason jars. Yeah, they got a product out now that you can put on top of the jar. Okay, you just put your li- your lid on it, not the uh, not the ring, just right, the lid. Right, And then you put it on top, and it sucks. Oh, I've seen all those, Jim.
1: Way. Yes, I've seen those. Yes, yes, yes.
7: And they they you don't even have to put, you don't have to screw the
1: ring on at that point.
7: No
1: yeah no, I've absolutely seen those not. And, I've seen those
7: and I got everyone in my family one for Christmas and everybody loves them
1: and oh, very cool very cool I go, I've never seen go, one in real life look, but I've seen the I've seen the videos of them
7: and you go and you go to you go to take the you go you go to take the lid off there's actually a, a proper way to take those lids off too without damaging those lids The best way is is to actually use a a, a bottle opener. So it doesn't damage. Oh,
1: it sure, sure, with. sure, sure. Good point.
7: Okay, and and uh, yeah, it's I swear, and, and they and they don't require no batteries. You can, you can just charge them up through uh, regular phone charger, and they last for a really long time.
1: Okay, I did not know that. Good tip, thank you. I did not know yeah. that.
7: Yeah, and, and I would not buy. I would not buy. They they come from anywhere from ten dollars up to thirty some dollars. I bought the thirty some dollar one with a three-year replacement warranty on them. Good idea. Because some people like me, I use them a lot. Anytime I open something... Yeah, great idea. No, that's a fabulous idea. idea." I I use it.
1: I'm going to steal that from you. That's a great idea.
7: Yeah, I I think anybody that's going to do any kind of prepping and stuff... And and, and then another thing, John, this is how I got started years ago, uh, was on the holidays the best time to start stocking up in the, is during the holidays when products are on sale cheap.
1: You got you know, it. Like,
7: like, yep. You know what I'm well, saying? Like, like, right, for example, in,
1: Jim, right now, there'll be a lot of sales this week for Super Bowl weekend. Take advantage of that.
7: Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And, and don't take that in consideration, but I'm telling you, you can stack up a, a very nice uh, pantry with just the holiday seasons even even look in your papers like we've been buying uh which has been just incredible cheap uh at the at the safeway stores they've been having 15 and 20 pound bags of potatoes for five dollars there you go
1: take advantage of that all day long great idea yep great idea jim
7: And, and 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 if you got if you have a basement Make a room in the basement where it stays nice and cool because your wet products, not your dry products, but your wet products have got to stay in a very cool room even if they're canned. That's
1: right. That's right. Good one. Jim, I'll let you run with that. I've got Jennifer coming on as well. I want to get you in with enough time. Go ahead, Jennifer.
8: Hi, Jim. How are Um, you? Fine. There's a little add on to the story about the toilet paper shortage. Yes. While. That was a problem going store to store trying to find toilet paper. If you could make use of the giant industrial-sized toilet paper rolls, you could purchase those by the semi-tractor trailer load. True. They were abundant everywhere. So I have thought that maybe a good thing to have would be a way to actually make use of some of those giant toilet paper rolls, so to speak, a a way to dispense them in your home, not necessarily to have them on stock, but if it ever happened again, you would have a method of dealing with them.
1: Yep, great idea. Fabulous. And you're right. I mean, I, I, because of some of the other things I do with businesses and so on, never really had any issues on the toilet paper side because I had suppliers on that commercial side where we had no issues getting anything on the commercial side, Jennifer, to your point.
8: Yeah, because all the offices, so many offices... and Those guys were, you were know, honestly,
1: down. they were they were trying to figure out how to get rid of it they had so much.
8: Exactly. Yep.
1: Yeah, You are 100% Thanks. correct, Jennifer. That is absolutely right.
8: Okay. Thanks, John.
1: Bye. All right. Appreciate you, Jennifer, very much. And I got a few more things I want to get on at least today. I'll have to do a... Uh, Part two of this because I'm not going to get to all of this. Jim, by the way, thank you, by the way, for all of your advice on the cans and all of that. I I did sort of talk about this before going to break and something that I don't think most people think about. This one gets a little bit tough as well because it's not inexpensive and rarely, rarely do you find it on sale. If you have pets and you're wanting to make sure they survive along with you, you better have pet food. Otherwise, they're going to be eating your food. And frankly, depending upon your pet and so on, that's not always the best thing for your pet is to eat human food. It doesn't have really what they need in it. Yes, you can get by doing it, but that's not necessarily what you'd want to do. So you've got to make sure you have enough pet food on hand as well. Now, here's where it gets challenging on pet food. And... it. I actually have a pet store that I help consult in one of in, in, in my business consulting end of things. So I have a pet store, and I've learned some things from this particular person I did not know before. Pet food does not have an indefinite shelf life. It actually can go bad as well. In fact, one thing you have to be careful of with pet food is the longer it lasts, the more preservatives and things it has in it, which means it's not as good for your pet. Most of you probably with pets know that, but... The longer the shelf life means it has more preservatives, which means it may not be the best thing for your pet. Now, if that's all you had and there was nothing else to feed your animal, that's what you do. Now, every single audio book I've listened to and read, even the ones that Bill Forsgen wrote uh, you know, one second after, pets became a problem during a widespread event coast to coast. Several reasons why. People didn't have enough food, number one. Of course, all the processing plants that make that food go down. Distribution, of course, goes down. Number two, a lot of people that had pets died. Now you have strays and other animals running all over the place, causing all sorts of other issues. And it's something most people don't think about. But when a third of the population is gone within 30 days in a major event like an EMP strike, those animals have to go someplace. And in a lot of cases, once they get you know let out, they become strays, and that becomes an issue in and of itself. They, And I'm sorry for all of you pet lovers. I don't want to try to sound mean or rude here, but a lot of them ended up on the dinner table as well because people ran out of things to eat. In one of the books, Bill calls it the starving time. After everything's kind of gotten settled back down and a, and a certain amount of people have passed, and food has started to get scarce, and the distribution, of course, goes away. The growing of food goes away because there's no more farming. All of that changes everything, and he called it the starving time, and in that time, wasn't good. Let's just say it that way. You have to go read the books and to, to know exactly what I'm talking about. But, uh, yeah, and, and by the way, thank you, Jennifer, for the idea on the toilet paper because, yes, there's ways to do that. Now, somebody else said on top of toilet paper, the jumbo pack of white terry cloth towels they can be used for all sorts of different things absolutely buy those they're cheap they're inexpensive have those on hand as well and then also paper towels yes great idea you can you can do so many different things with paper towels including making some of your own things out of them like we've been mentioning with some of the things we're going through absolutely paper towels clorox wipes all of those things you'd want to have now i'm one of those people that even carries those things in my car at almost all times just because you never know when you're going to need them especially paper towels they've got so many uses for your cleaning up and doing things and not only spills but wiping your hands and so on there you know you spill a little gas down the side of the car whatever the case may be they've got so many different uses i've always got paper towels because by the way where you go and fill up may not have anything i experienced that the other day and just happened to be a day where i don't know who the last knucklehead was that filled up that they left the entire hose full of fuel, meaning they never clicked it after it stopped. Usually you kind of click it again just to make sure there's nothing left after you've shut the pump off. And in turn, it, the hose was full, and the minute I pulled it out, it spews gas all over the side of the car. So anyways, side note, those are things that you'd want to take care of. Somebody else texted in and said, water storage is a huge thing. I've talked about that here in the past. It's probably another show that's due here in the future, just talking about how to store water, what do you use, how do you make that effective. There is now, I talked about this with Steve House a little bit on Rush to Reason yesterday, there are now companies making bladders that you can put inside of your bathtub so that when you know you're going to be potentially running out of water, instead of just filling up the tub with water, therefore allowing bugs and other things to get into it, you fill up this bladder that's capable. And you now have all of that water that would normally have just been exposed, evaporating, and so on inside of your bathtub. You now have a big bladder of water that sits in the tub. Great idea, by the way. And those things are not that expensive. You can buy those, and those work really, really well. Somebody also said if you're a canner and have mason jars, when they're empty and clean, fill them with water. It takes up the same amount of room, full or empty. Great idea for water storage. In other words, you end up with a bunch of empty mason jars, fill them with water, And you've got that ability to store water as well, including, by the way, those of you that use bottled water, maybe, you know, El Dorado Springs, whatever the case may be. You can buy from Amazon because I've done this. You can buy from Amazon replaceable caps that seal those jugs back up. So rather than actually getting your deposit back, if you'd like to keep some of those jugs around, fill those with your own fresh water. Put these caps that you can buy from Amazon for five, six bucks. They're not very expensive at all recap them have your own water it's not going to be the same water you got from el dorado but it would work in a pinch and you've got fresh water to drink and do whatever you need with and those those become pretty pretty storable in fact there's even racks and things you can buy now to put all those things on so uh, also somebody also said uh, sad thing is when you just mentioned pets some people feel worse about their pets dying than they do the people yeah Uh, By the way, very true. All right, that's it. Ready-radio.com is a place to go. We'll add all of this list up. I'll come back next week for part two because I didn't get to everything, and I'll add more things to it. You can do the same. Text me 307-200-8222. This has been Ready Radio, KLZ 560.